0: It is Saturday, June 20th, and you're listening to the Uprise Daily. We are a volunteer group of activists around the country, compiling daily city by city headlines from the uprising against racism and police brutality. Our work is by no means comprehensive. With that being said, here's what went down yesterday, Friday, June 19th. In Seattle, late last night, two protesters were shot and one killed by an unknown gunman in the Capitol Hill Occupy protest, formerly known as the Autonomous Zone. Reports say a gunman jumped out of an SUV armed with a rifle and fired into a small crowd. There have been no arrests at the time of this update. In Washington, D.C., a crowd of hundreds tore down an 11-foot statue of Confederate General Albert Pike near Judiciary Square, then set it on fire before returning to the protests in front of the White House. Other monuments, including a sculpture of Revolutionary War figure and slave owner Nathaniel Rochester, were also defaced. In Phoenix, Arizona, dozens of protesters commemorated Juneteenth in a march called A March With Our Ancestors, demanding police and prison abolition. Red paint was thrown onto a memorial to Confederate troops from Arizona. In San Francisco, California, hundreds of people defaced and then tore down first a statue of Junipero Serra, who founded the first nine Spanish missions in California, and tortured and imprisoned Native Americans in his drive to convert them to Christianity. The crowd then gave the same treatment to a statue of Francis Scott Key, a slave owner who wrote the lyrics to the United States national anthem, The Star-Spangled Banner. In Oakland, California, thousands gathered as workers from the International Longshore Workers Union shut down the Port of Oakland as part of a West Coast-collaborated strike to honor Juneteenth. Speakers said protests and stoppages were happening in 28 other ports on the West Coast, and that dock workers in Genoa, Italy had also struck in solidarity. In Los Angeles, California, thousands took part in at least 30 different marches, vigils, protests, and rallies across the region. In San Pedro, the International Longshore Workers Union shut down the port of Los Angeles. In Crenshaw, there was a Black-centered and led space with Black Lives Matter Los Angeles and the Crenshaw Subway Coalition to honor the life of Gregario Mack, who was murdered by police in the Crenshaw Mall in 2018. In St. Petersburg, Florida, on the 20th consecutive day of protests, a major Juneteenth celebration took place at Williams Park, with music, speakers, and food from local Black-owned businesses. The celebration was followed by one of the largest marches to date, as hundreds took to the streets. In Atlanta, Georgia, nearly 10,000 people marched downtown and throughout the suburbs in celebration of Juneteenth. Around 8 o'clock p.m., a man in a truck taunted protesters with an AK-15 rifle. Shots were exchanged between the driver and a protester, and the driver hit one of the protesters with his truck while trying to flee the scene. No injuries were reported from the incident. Several of the gatherings yesterday were centered around the removal of Confederate monuments, which has been considerably difficult due to a state law passed last year that dictates that Confederate monuments can only be moved to places of, quote, similar prominence, The city of Decatur's recent monument removal was achieved through a loophole in the law, with a judge declaring the monument a public nuisance and a threat to public safety. Protests in multiple cities and towns are calling for their officials to do the same. In Chicago, workers at an Amazon warehouse have voiced outrage at the company after the facility offered employees a quote, authentic meal of chicken and waffles in celebration of Juneteenth, rather than a paid holiday. Meanwhile, the state governor and other elected officials participated in the very large Million Man March. In Baltimore, Maryland, hundreds marched to commemorate Juneteenth and against racism and police brutality. In Boston, Massachusetts, hundreds gathered at a celebration for Juneteenth and a Black Lives Matter rally with speeches, poetry readings, and an exhibit. A small group of counter-protesters briefly interrupted the event. In Minneapolis, Minnesota, the George Floyd memorial site and surrounding blocks were a hub of Juneteenth activity. Centro de Trabajadores Unidos en la Lucha, a worker center one block away from where George Floyd was murdered, hosted a Juneteenth event in their parking lot led by an all-black contingent of their organization and members of the Black Visions Collective. The groups Free Black Dirt and Slow Roll hosted a Juneteenth bike ride for black participants. Under pressure from activists, the city removed the name of Calhoun Square, named after James C. Calhoun. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, the district attorney announced last week it was dropping the most serious charge against Steve Baca, who shot protester Scott Williams several times and attacked a number of other protesters on Monday. Williams remained in serious but stable condition, and Baca remains in jail, facing three counts of battery and the unlawful carrying of a deadly weapon. Williams' family released the following statement. Quote, Scott has devoted his life to seeking equality and justice for all. When Stephen Baca repeatedly attacked peaceful protesters in Albuquerque last night, Scott took bullets for the community he cares about. While he did, the Albuquerque Police Department hid behind the Albuquerque Museum, refused to respond to multiple requests for help, and only sent officers in once shots were fired. In New York City, New York, up to 20,000 people participated in nearly 100 decentralized actions in all five boroughs to commemorate Juneteenth and black freedom from enslavement. In Brooklyn, thousands of cyclists were on the street, often leading the way for throngs of marchers, and the Brooklyn Bridge was overtaken three separate times. The NYPD approached the day subdued and nonchalant, although there was an obvious amount of monitoring, aviation, drone surveillance, and crowd control. The scene became heated when riot cops showed up in Columbus Circle, where Governor Cuomo has refused to heed calls to remove the statue of Christopher Columbus. In Albany, New York, there was a series of marches, picnics, rallies, and parties all over the area to celebrate Juneteenth, while also continuing protests that had been going on daily since May 30th. This included a skateboard parade and a series of banner drops. Marches and parties are expected to continue all weekend. In Raleigh, North Carolina, after an earlier attempt was prevented by police, protesters successfully pulled down two statues of Confederate soldiers near the state capitol building. They then dragged them through the streets and hung one by its neck from a light post. The other was dragged to the Wake County Courthouse. In Portland, Oregon, thousands marched celebrating Juneteenth, which the mayor just made a public holiday. Residents held block parties, youth-led marches, an I-5 interstate bridge shut down a late night protest at the Justice Center, and an outdoor dance party at Revolution Hall. In Eugene, Oregon, local black artists blocked off the street in front of the federal courthouse to paint Black Lives Matter. The artwork was embraced by the local government, but was defaced within a few hours by an unknown person in an orange sports car. A large Juneteenth celebration was held at Skinner's Butte Park. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Juneteenth marked three straight weeks of daily uprisings against state-sanctioned violence and white supremacy. A 22-year-old named Nasir Bell, who was arrested at a protest in Philly earlier in June, helped organize a march through the center city he called I Can Breathe. The day started with about 100 demonstrators holding a die-in in front of City Hall. Juneteenth celebrations included a fashion show featuring black designers and models in front of the Liberty Bell, and John Teenth, a celebration of black joy, freedom, and resistance held in Malcolm X Park in West Philly. In Nashville, Tennessee, hundreds came out for a Juneteenth rally at the Capitol building where they marched through downtown flanked by riot police. Afterwards, a few dozen remained and walked up the Capitol steps to be met by a line of state troopers. When the troopers wouldn't let them pass to get access to the plaza, the crowd moved forward and there was some pushing and shoving. The National Guard then came out in riot gear as protesters took a knee and eventually headed back down the steps to continue holding space in front of the Capitol. In Fort Worth, Texas, 93-year-old Opal Lee held a 2.5-mile march to represent the years slavery continued in the state after the Emancipation Proclamation. She has been leading these marches for over 20 years. In El Paso, Texas, about 250 people gathered to mark Juneteenth. The event focused on Brianna Taylor, and local groups offered free books about Chicano and black history. An open mic followed with DJs, performances, poetry readings, and dancing. In Richmond, Virginia, protest and Feed the City event held at the Robert E. Lee statue was attended by hundreds of people. That's all we were able to compile for today. Please stay tuned for another edition tomorrow, and check out the website Uprisedaily.com, where we have text versions of these updates, as well as an interactive map. Thanks for listening.